I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, Cito, could this game be any more real? I don't think so. Could this game be any faster? I don't think so. Could this game be any more fun? I don't think so. Could Ken Griffey Jr. win the series? I don't think so. Ken Griffey Jr. presents Major League Baseball only on Super Nintendo. Oh, I, I miss commercials during the 90s when we interviewed people remotely. Yeah, like that. that was a good yeah. time. Bring it back. Bring it back. Hey everybody, welcome to Play Retro. This is Play Retro for Wednesday, August 23rd, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Johnson, and I played a lot of old school video game baseball back in the day, to the point that I kind of thought I could go to the big leagues. Instead of all that, I just focused on pulling off multiple triple plays constantly, and everyone else was a fool. What you do with that uh, big league chew while you was uh, pulling those off? Cheek and gum, cheek and gum, baby, cheek and gum. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm your other host. Uh-huh. you got to swallow that stuff, though. You don't uh-huh. want to spit it out. And I'm your other host, Brian Dunaway, and I always get picked last when we played ball down at the Sandlot. But now I have digital balls right in my living room uh, where they, 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 they never keep score and, and they never choose sides. Now let's see here. Player one versus CPU and strike one and strike two and I'm out. <laughs> Screw this game. I'm going outside. This game is an... L7 Weenie. L7 Weenie, baby. L7 Weenie. Remember that stuff? Yeah. I do. do. You're killing me, Scott. Yep. You're You're killing killing me, Smalls. You know, they filmed that uh, here in um, uh, uh, Murray, uh, Murray, Utah. Yeah. Just near me. Right. Like 20 minutes away, they filmed the Sandlot. Yeah. Uh, can, cool. can we see you in the video, like outside, like standing out by the fence? No, I just, I would have been oh, a kid. But, <laughs> I would have been a pretty young kid, but they had um, uh, that yard where the dog was. I know where that is. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And so, was, did you ever go inside to see if Darth Vader was in there? No, see if, uh, I never did. No, no, but mm, I have been near the, the park. They've preserved it, the, the backlot park thing. Yeah, because yeah. it's famous for this and there's a little sign out there and stuff. So if you're ever in Salt Lake, we'll go over there and check it out. Oh, we should totally up. go over and check it out. And I've been yeah. trying to, I was trying to rack my brain today. You know how they inception, they do like inception kind of things in movies. I'm, I was trying to remember if they ever, if there had any video uh, baseball games in that. Was it, was that like supposed to sit, set place during the fifties or the eighties, mm. but it felt uh, like the fifties. Now I can't remember. It's been 60s. so long. Since I think I want to say early sixties that was set in. It was, a okay. time, yeah. it was time. Uh, what's the word? A, a period piece. 
Yeah, yeah, period piece. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were doing that whole, oh, that's right, because they had the whole narration thing. It had uh, old what's-his-face doing the narration. What's-his-face? I don't know, but Dennis Leary was in it. He was the Yeah, Dennis Leary. No, no, it's what's-his-face from the the movie with the the Close Encounters, right? That's... uh, Oh, oh, oh. uh, It's... uh, 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 Richard Dreyfuss, uh, is that who we're talking about? Does he do the narration? I don't remember. I know that Richard Dreyfuss did the narration for Stand By Me. Is that what you're thinking of? Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> you might be thinking of that. <laughs> ah, they I all think roll you're together. Right. <laughs> they all roll together, dude. They're all the same. Coming of age boy and everybody movies. out there who was thinking, yeah, that's right. That's right. You were wrong. Too. Yeah, you were wrong. Also, <laughs> it's a it's a coming of age uh, genre of the time. Okay, that's yes, when we lived. It was. Brian and I it's grew so up good. in that stuff. Uh, well, anyway, we're going to talk about baseball games of the eight and sixteen bit era, and we're going to do that today. But before all that. I do, I do have to say this. After playing... Oh, I was going to bring it down so I could show you. So my Ambernick has got this um, problem. Not a problem. Uh-oh. There's a little piece... I think I mentioned it before. There's a little piece of plastic flo- floating around in there. Yeah. And I haven't dropped it or broken it or anything. It's just... I'm sure it just came from manufacturing and finally just chipped off. And it's probably... And I can tell it's plastic. And it's a tiny little thing. No effect on anything. The game... Everything runs great. No issues. But I can hear it rattling around. See, and you're fine. And you can kind of hear the you can hear the triggers when you shake it. Yeah, yeah. But it's not that. It's like an actual little piece of something inside there. So I'm don't know what to do. If I'm gonna open it, I'm scared, is what I'm saying. Open it. Open it. Uh, It put it on video so we can laugh at you when you can't put it back together. Well, what if I don't have the right screwdriver? I gotta get a better screwdriver. Oh, oh, chick. It's just it was at like a T seven. What is that? That uh (laughs) see you know more than me already. Tell me what I need. Yeah, it's this this is like it looks like a little maybe a T seven or something. I'll have to double check that to make sure that's what it looks like. Let's see, the thirty five XX screws. Let's just see if there's anything online. There probably is. Oh, I know there is this whole teardown uh, things on this thing because you can replace the buttons and you can do the, yeah. the D-pad mod and everything. is. Well, anyway, I'm going to figure that out. But I noticed it real bad during some baseball play because I played every baseball game I could get my hands on. Okay? Yeah, A I did too because Whew. we talked so big last week. It's like... Oh, we're going to do the baseball games from the age 16 and 32. We got halfway through the, the, the eight bit and I said, oh, I'm screwed. There's no way. We're, we're not, not doing 32s. Yeah, take 32 off the list. Yeah. Because that was like I, already too much. I've my, forgotten just how prolific the sport was in your eight bit, 16 bit yeah. days. My, my t- there was a total awakening. Um, I did not realize because I, I thought we all had this. We all kind of do have the same experience with these games because they're all most of them are similar with like different little takes here and there that make them yeah. kind of unique. But we all had the same experience. And so, yeah, sort of. Yeah, I think it's fine. So, I mean, yeah, whenever I ask people what they played, man, it, it went everywhere. There was there were people suggesting different games. Oh, left and right. There's insane. so many. And there's some I'd never heard of prior to this. So I tried to check those out. The one I meant to check and didn't couldn't find anywhere was Dusty Diamond's All-Star Softball. That is the best one. That's what I keep hearing. I hear it's really good. Yeah, I loved it. That's a freaking T6, softball game, for hell's sakes, for shit's sakes. It's not for shit's sakes, baseball. for darn sakes. I mean, I like is softball it, just fine, but uh, I don't remember Dusty Diamond's All-Star Softball. Don't I didn't it. know it at all. Um, T6, by the way. T6? Oh, T6 yeah. screw? I just, I, just put, I just put my little T6 uh, in there. It's like a T6. Just like, like a, a T6. like a T6, baby. Um, all right, I'll fix that. But anyway, I just noticed it rattling a lot while I was playing all these baseball games. And uh, my wife's like, why are you playing all these baseball games? And I said, 
We got a What's show about these, babe. We got to do every damn one right. of these, and we're we trying to do this, babe. All. Look out, babe. So between you and I, we probably played a lot of them. The one thing you probably aren't going to see on this list today is like there's some 3DO stuff that I think is very good. Yeah, and, and yeah. we're not talking about those. We could no, and we I and honestly, the eight and sixteen bit stuff that I'm talking about is really just the NES and the you know just, SNES, just, Genesis, just Nintendo, Nintendo yeah. and Sega was really all I had time for. So yeah. we're definitely going to miss. A yeah. few, a few games. Yeah, and, and you're definitely th- going to write in it as a, as a, yeah. People are going to write in and have their favorites that we missed, and that's fine. Yeah, I totally encourage it. Um, but the Neo Geo game, uh, baseball game. Let me just find this real quick. Uh, game. I think it's called Neo Geo Baseball Stars, one and two. Okay. Uh, it's very good, and I recommend it. They also had the best version of Super Baseball 2020, which was the futuristic robot one. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. but it did the whole, Hey, you need more quarters. Cause you didn't throw the ball well enough. Oh, Whereas the yeah. super NES and Genesis versions of that game, which were also made by S and K didn't have all the, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't treated as an arcade game with, with quarters in it. So right. we're not counting it today, but it's, it's a big deal. It's a good game. Right. 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 Uh, Brian, what'd you do this week? You did some stuff, retro stuff this week before we get Absolutely. to our main subject. Absolutely. So I, I finally ran into it, Scott. We were talking about before about the many remote controls that I have. I have too many remote controls. Well, I realized I had a problem. Well, probably before now, but um, I finally did it. I finally bought the same thing twice. Oh, no. Project yeah, Gotham I, Racing twice. Why? Yeah. Project Gotham Racing. I didn't. I, I don't remember why I picked it up the first time. But I had this one. But we I had, had a fan one. recommend it, right? Somebody was saying, "Oh, we got it." Yeah, exactly. I had I had this one in my collection, and I was at the uh, I was at the thrift store. Yeah. And uh, and I I saw it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, we was just talking about it the other week." I was like, "I had to pick that up," and I did. And so I picked up this one, you know. And mm. then I came home, and it was the same as this one. Mm. And I was like, "Okay, Brian, you got to stop." But I also <laughs> intentionally picked up a duplicate. Oh, the Princess Bride, and uh, yeah, <laughs> this is this is a VHS tape, right? We talked a little about pre-show yeah. about uh, videotapes and that kind of stuff. And I picked up two, and and the reason why is because uh, they were like a quarter a piece, and uh, they the the outsides looked exactly the same. One's a little more dirty, of course, but uh, otherwise they they looked exactly the same label and everything. The inside, the tapes looked different. One of them had a sticker on them. One of them had like uh, like been manufactured at the place. Like it was, it was stamped with like a, like, like white ink or something. So, um, I'm going to, I have two 13 inch VCRs, uh, TVs, mm. and I'm going to put these side by side and see if there's any difference. Okay. Well, now that but you've why, done it, Brian, why? I don't know. Well, cause you did it. You may as well, <laughs> you may as well do it since you did it. You know, you bought right, it. Right. Right. So do it. I, I pent, I spent the whole 50 cents. I've got to make content out of it, right? Right. I, I'm how, with what is, you. What does 50 cents worth of content look like? Like that. That's how it looks. That's what it looks like. That's how it works. You've done yourself and the world a service. Okay. I've Good done job. something. You've, that's done, for you've sure. definitely done something. That's pretty funny, though. Um, yeah, I wondered yeah, when this would I, happen because you knew with all this retro stuff you've been buying, there yeah. was no way this was going to last forever where you didn't dupe no. or accidentally buy a two of the it, same thing or something. Exactly. So if you're out there and you're listening and you're like, Oh, I have a perfect system for how I keep from getting duplicates. Let me know. I'm sure it's going to involve me cataloging everything and putting them in a big spreadsheet of some sort, but uh, I don't want to hear that. I want you to tell me that there's a magic, uh, there's a magic camera app that uh, you take the picture uh, and it just it puts in a thing, and then you don't. And then when you take a picture again, it doesn't 
let's not let you buy the same thing again. Yeah, I'm sure that that's the <laughs> way it'll work. <laughs> but maybe I'm putting it out there. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe yeah. <clears throat> by some miracle. I know it's not. I know I have to use a stupid Google sheet, but yeah, did yeah. that. And also just as uh, each week where we do our little show and tell part here, I do like to show what I may have. Hardball94. This was the, I went through my carts and this was the only baseball game I had on hand was hardball 94 for the Sega Genesis. And it's running behind me right now on one of those CRT. Nothing wrong with hardball 94. This was a Sega sports thing, right? It was, it was, this is actually an official Sega thing. And it's also got the major league uh, players. So it's signed with the MLBPA, And we're going to talk about that a a good bit today uh, with whether it's been signed with the major league, because it could be signed with, uh, MLB, which you usually see, but there's also the Players Association. Right, they have a, they have an agreement, and then there's individuals that have agreements, and it, so it gets it gets complicated. It gets complicated, it gets complicated and hairy and expensive. There was a point though when you using funny arcade names for characters instead of their real names in the sport, whether it be Techno Techno Bowl or one of these baseball games, um, it became not cool. Yeah, or, how, how's a better way of putting that? It became not. Copacetic, the players wouldn't allow it. And and so what yeah, happened yeah, yeah. is EA and others started saying, no, just license it. And now it's expensive and nobody else can compete in here because we've got to have a lot of money to do this. And, and so you you ask yourself, the Major League Baseball players, the, the, those guys are smart. I know that we're not going to discuss, uh, we're not going to discuss necessarily unions, but we are going to discuss uh, players uh, uniting and getting together and making sure they're not screwed over because... Uh, when you start getting to the digital realm of of, of carrying things over yeah. to other forms of entertainment that you may not, you probably didn't even foresee. It's like you know when these when a lot of these players first started for video games, like in the you know really started hitting, you know pe- those guys there in the eighties and stuff probably had no clue. Most of them, no, they didn't some of them probably had a clue. Some and did, so but rare, yeah, right? it's important that it's important if you're a, if you're a public figure to make sure that you're protecting yourself and all different angles. Otherwise you'll miss out on income people making money on your face. That's right. And well, your talent. we'll talk about it now as we dive deep into the eight and right. 16 bit era of baseball games. Shall we play a game? This was a very popular time for sports gaming in general. Uh, I think in some ways, Brian, after this experience, I think it may have peaked during you that think time. That, you think it has peaked? I think they are. I think that sports games, let's call it mid '90s at the crescendo, right? Were would 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 be as good as they've ever been. And I don't mean that new stuff is bad, because right. there's plenty of good examples of new sports games that are good, and and in one in particular we'll talk about later that captures that era pretty right. well as a modern game. But whether it was football, hockey, baseball, whatever, it didn't matter. I think this stuff has never really been better than then. Like I graphics, think, yeah, yes, scrap, better arcade. graphics, better voice, better, you know, play by play, all the physics. I mean, yes, you can make right. arguments for all of those things. I'm not saying that those aren't big innovations. I'm just saying core gameplay, yes. we peaked in like 95. I think arcadification for most of us people playing video games who are not diehard, insert sports name here, mm-hmm. the arcadification part of it peaked for us everything else is simulation right so right. we we had in the early years we had arcade-ish and they were trying to do a little simulation and now you have a lot of simulation with a little bit of arcade play mm-hmm. but for most of the general audience people just picking up something to play it 
they like the arcade. Yeah, they like the arcadification of sports. And I did, especially. That's my favorite era for golf and football and this and hockey. And I mentioned all those before, and I love them all Mm -hmm. from that time. Uh, Very first baseball game, I say, uh, their video game baseball that I ever played was something in an arcade that used a ball, like a a missile command ball. But I don't remember what game that was. I just remember liking it. Uh, oh, I used to love like some of my favorite uh, little like the little mini games like almost pinball, but not quite. I don't remember seeing those little arcade pinball light kind of games where you'd be playing baseball. Mm. And it's just basically it's just basically, you know, a pinball machine, but with nothing on it except for a, bat. You know, a couple of places to hit a yeah. bat and a couple of places to hit. Yeah, you had to be instead things. of even having two bats like two flippers, you'd have one fat yeah. bat that would just swing. Yeah, and, fat bat. Yeah. That stuff was cool. So it is, I think it is one of the oldest sports that people tried to replicate in arcades yeah. or, you know, back in the old timey days, penny arcades, uh, where, you know, they would make a little physical representation of that or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would continue. I mean, it continues on till today, right? There's, there's really one big player now in professional baseball video games, and that's Sony with the show, uh, oh, the MLB show. The Show. And MLB right. The Show is an amazing game, but it's huge and complicated and full of modes, yeah. and it's mostly sim-based. And yes, you can dumb some of it down or have kind of arcade experiences, but it really is aimed at like hardcore baseball aficionados who aren't there just for a quick good time. Yeah, um, yeah. I'll talk about Super Mega Baseball later because I think that is the spiritual successor to the things we're talking about today. Oh. But let's start with baseball. 1985, NES. You got the characters and design by Shigeru Mui, Miyamoto. Miyamoto. We know yeah. that guy. He's got done a lot Miyamoto. Of we know him. Uh, yeah. And even, you know, the music in this game and everything is very like, uh, <laughs> it's a Nintendo game for for. It Hillside. feels so Nintendo. You could throw Mario out here in a, in a hurry, could Listen you? to this. Not a problem. Like this sort of noise. Yeah. Catch it. Oh, he's out. Beep, beep, beep. No voice. But very much, you know, of that era. Uh, this was released... Uh, as one of 17 games at, at the NES test market launch in Manhattan, and despite having no MLB affiliation whatsoever. None. None. It was uh, demoed on the huge screen, and uh, yeah, it was yeah. played by actual MLB players. Three copies, or three, three million <laughs> three copies. copies of this made uh, the, the rounds. That's a big sales yeah. number back then. It re- they Not a lot of competition in 1985. I think starting in 83 for the Famicom in Japan, but we used to talk about the North American releases here on the Play Retro Show. And it was 1985 and man, baseball. That's That that tells you how the market was. What you want to name it? Exactly baseball. what it is. Just baseball. Baseball, because yeah. ain't nobody else going to be competing with you. It's they did it with uh, the Nintendo hockey game was just a, a Nintendo ice hockey. So right. why not? Right. You know, and I, that, that was also a great game. I love that game. And I'll tell you, I don't think I don't think uh, between the eight and 16 bit universes that we moved that far from baseball. I mean, we still have the, you know, the kind of the top down isometric view here. And you got to got a you got a batter who has to stand in like a box and you can kind of move them around the box. If you hit the if you hit the I think it's the, either the A button or the B button. There's only two on the NES. Right. Um, you. If you hit it one time quickly, you'll go into a bunting stance. And if you uh, swing full, you will either strike, hit, you know, or foul, ball, whatever mm-hmm. will happen. Um, use the use the, the D pad to say if you're so if you're yeah. playing on in the field or you were the uh, I guess not you weren't hitting you were p- pitching right and right you were out yeah you're in the field right right used your D pad as points of the baseball diamond so you had if you wanted to throw it to third base. 
mm-hmm. you'd still hold down B or A. I can't remember. Yeah, um, yeah. But you would have to be holding the down the. <laughs> you'd have to hold down left button or left yeah. D pad to go to third base. Right. Um, same thing with stealing, and there was other ways to do stuff, but. Yeah, still you could get off. Yeah, and and the outfield all moved in unison. So if you had, uh, if the ball went, you know, to the left field, you'd you'd cruise. All your guys would cruise out that way. Uh, they all run the same direction, which kind of makes sense, right? It's it's kind of a cheat though, because it's like you just kind of move in the whole outfield, and if any one of those pixel points hits the the ball and picks it up and throws it back to to whoever, that's how that works. Yeah, that was just yeah. the way of it. Um, but it yeah. was a fun game. I had this. I owned this, and. Uh, played it a lot with my yeah, friends it was, and it was great good time yeah a lot of people on this if, if three million copies got sold worldwide so i mean i think two million though got or something like half of that was in japan for the famicom but then later on uh once it hit in the nes and here in the in america we we love ourselves some baseball do you know that scott that yeah, we do we're fans america, it's uh, uh america's fa- pastime but J- japan yeah. loves it even more than we do um, they've got there haven't they they oh, sure do freaking they love it dude some of our yeah some of the coolest players even to come over in the mlb came from japan like there is an amazing mm-hmm. uh baseball mm-hmm. heritage over there and i love yep. that they seem to make their their baseball games with the same fervor that we might yep fervor uh, fervor uh how about this one so now people are like hungry for teams and names they want to they want to root for whoever you're the you yep. like the red Sox root for the home like team to, you want some you want some uh peanuts and cracker jacks and you want daggum but you want to root for the home team that's right so along yeah. comes rbi baseball uh the first one this is from tension right i believe i believe it is tension and by the way we're not going in uh chronological no order. no 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 we, we, this is more like importance order for us i mean then, yeah. And even that's not exactly accurate. Like we say, there's too much of this shit. There's tons of it. Just too much, man. Yeah, it's a lot. So it's going to be what it is. But anyway, this game came along and offered a little bit more of a realistic take. Both the uh, graphical presentation, they look more like players, a little less googly. Uh, <laughs> they, you know, they weren't aiming for sim, obviously, on an 8-bit system. But they no. were, you know, a lot closer to maybe what you would call a simulation versus what had come before. And uh, this one is considered by a lot of you out there. You t- you know, when they reached out and talked to us, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people told me this was their game. They loved yeah, this one. Yeah, because this one uh, was the first to use real names, right? Yep. Uh, real player names. So, But without the team logo. So we talked about earlier about uh, Major League uh, MLB versus the MLB PA. Uh, the Players Association had an agreement, but the Major League uh, itself did not have... So no stadium names, no team names. Mm-mm. Get out of here. Nope, but it had player names, and it had, um, well, we just watched Stat- one. It had replays, which the other game did not yep. have, so you could watch your play mm-hmm. again. I don't know why you'd want to. It's the same. I mean, you literally just watched oh. it, so I don't know why you care. But whatever. I was wrong. That's That was the first one. Are we watching the first one or three? This is RBI Baseball 3. This is that RBI. Right? Oh, you know what? This is RBI 3. So this is a little later in the in the series. You're yeah, right. so this actually does have the 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 teams in this one. Right. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Okay. I do that makes sense. Now. Yeah, so that game progressed, yeah. obviously. They got better every every time they put yeah, out yeah. a new one. But the, the RBI series, let's call it. Uh, which is what we have listed here, uh, is pretty awesome. It's a good little game. I mean, it's a basic eight bit looking graphics. It's so. very solid, but I like how they I, I like how they arranged uh, the graphics on this one because once again, you got that kind of isometric top down view. You're looking behind from the batter, um, and in this case, they have two columns. They have columns on the left and the right hand side that represents a little closer look 
at the first base and uh, third base uh, runners. So when you're, uh, so yeah, when you're when you're the pitcher or the hitter, you can kind of watch. You can you can lead off a base, I believe, if I remember correctly. Yep. Um. So that that was a little bit different take on it. It it, it was they were trying to tweak. Uh, the graphics to make it a little more playable. Now let's talk but about it's still slow as mud. Go ahead. Yeah, no, slow as mud is a great way of putting it. These games are not right. quick. All right, the 16-bit mm-hmm. era would come in and go, look how speedy we are. But up till then, whoo boy. Yeah, take your time. Settle you in walk- for some slow mm-hmm. ass business because that's what you were gonna get. <laughs> now here's one I never played, right. but wanted to, and also didn't play it this week because I couldn't find. Uh, oh, I couldn't find the cartridge. No, you should um, hit me up. I played this one and I had the cartridge. Oh, well then tell us uh, a little bit about Cyber Stadium Series Base Wars because I remember this was like the yeah. beef back then. People were like, dude, it's like robots and it's like mm-hmm. you get to play future sport and you can kill each other same. with your robots yeah. and whatever. The, the, you, you pretty much nailed it. Same year as uh, it's 1991 on the NES again. We have a lot of NES uh, ball games, by the way. But this is supposed to be the 24th century and you're playing as robots, and you got you can play there. The, your teams are made up of cyborgs, tanks, flybots, and motorcycles. Uh, that right now that we're watching a motorcycle uh, fire off a, a, a bullet uh, to the to the uh, to the to the hitter. And uh, yeah, it's just as crazy as you would think. It's just basically regular baseball. Yep. But with a twist. But with a twi- so with robot twist. All right. Just a right. You get, you get to choose your locations. I like to play in space. And when you uh, when there's contested things that happen, like let's say, uh, you know, you, you hit the ball or something, you can go into combat mode. That's right. You get yep. a little bit of arcade combat right in the middle of your regular old baseball game. And this one looked really good, too, by the way, compared to other things. We just watched the other game. It was very simple. Same year. This one's got a lot of detail in the robots. A lot of detail. You're right. The art detail. I mean, the animation's not like crazy, but it's a lot more than the last one. And the speed is so much faster. It's just like so much because you're a robot, right? You're the the guy that's hitting right now is a blue tank. So you're you're blue red teams, right? Um, Oh, here's the fight. Yep, here's the battle. So they kind of have these these intermittent like hockey fights, kind of. Um, Yeah, yeah. You have a little combat. You get in there and. Each one of them has their own little skills and stuff. Mm-hmm. We've got a tank versus a motorcycle, no, a unicycle of some sort. Yeah. Uh, and they're really going to town. Kind of looks like Robocop versus somebody, but they were trying to fight for that base, <laughs> yeah. right? Second yeah. base. It's all over second yeah. base. So it's 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 uh it's 100% <laughs> rad, right? This is 90s ass shit. Yes. This is like, whoa. Exactly. Robots, exactly. no way. And, they, and it was a lot like that football game that Atari put in arcades called Forgot the Game. Oh, I right. forgot the name. It was a good game, though, but it was a lot like this. You would fight with other fo- the little football guys. It was all... Oh, and, and uh, the football game, the ball was a bomb that would eventually blow up. Oh, yeah. Here, you like, got like some kind of like laser ball or something that's always flashing, which is good because it helps you see where the where the ball is at. But once again, at his heart, it's a baseball game. You got to put your player, position your player uh, in the batter box. You got to get him right over top of the... Uh, over over the the base so that you can take a good swing. Yeah, I'm, I'm always an idiot. I, yeah. I suck at all these baseball games mm. because I I can't read them very well. Yeah. I can't read what the pitcher is about to pitch me, and I'll swing at anything. <laughs> I just I'm just constantly swinging at stuff. And nope, strike, strike, strike. You're out. And every once in a while, I get a good one, and it'll just it'll just it'll soar. Yes, home run. Now yes. we'll give Sega a little bit of fun here. Uh, Reggie Jackson baseball from 1987. We'll go back a few years. 
All right. Got to get your Reggie bars out right yep. now. Come on, go get your Reggie bars. Look at his face. I just got to share this with people. Look at him. Oh, man. He is going to murder that effing this, ball. This is 8-bit Master System, 1987. And yes, it is. As, if you're not watching the video feed, it is as fantastic as you can imagine. Reggie Jackson has got his black baseball bat all cranked up. He's got his Sega Blue hat on. Yep. And he is just whamming it out of the stands this man got to sign an agreement and he got his name not only on a reggie bar candy bar did you ever eat one of those reggie i never bars? had a reg- i knew of them but i never had one were right. they good or were they gross um i don't know they recently re-released them i know i've eaten them before but the heck if i can remember anybody know in the chat room if you guys get a chance um what what's the what's the bar like it says it's a bar but everything i saw when he was eating it i watched the commercial I watched it. If you want to look at that commercial. commercial? No way, dude. Oh, there's a Reggie Jackson commercial. We probably should look that up. Uh, Reggie Jackson, Reggie Bar from the 80s. I'm going to find this here. Reggie Bar commercial. Here we go. And apparently re-released them recently, and you can get them for a, a good hefty price. But man, let me tell you about the Master System coming in strong, securing a name. Uh, like Reggie Jackson, Reggie, uh, so some name rec- recognition. Mm-hmm. You can throw fa- fastball, curves, Reggie, or yeah. Reggie's signature moves. And uh, you're supposed to be able to predict the pitches. I don't know exactly what that's supposed to happen, but mm. I, I, I sucked at it. Across but, the board, I'm going to just say this about everything I played, and I think almost right. everything we're reviewing today. Uh, pitch projection and predicting when a pitch was going to do what it was going to do. Right. I it baffles me still. I don't really know. The only the slow one, like once in a while there'll be a slow one and I'm like, oh I get right. it. The slow one is like right. this. But but most of the time it's I don't know wh- where I'm hitting. And part of it is I don't have these manuals, so I'd have to go look those up and all that. But yeah. And it's it's coming right at you. So there's no there's no real big hints on that kind of stuff. It's it's something you have to learn over time because you are typically looking uh behind the the, the hitter. And you've got to, and since it's not true 3D, um, you've got to kind of judge when the ball crosses an imaginary line and know when you can swing. Yeah. Um, it, it just takes practice. And every time I started a new baseball game, it was always different. And it was just such a pain. Yeah. It was just trying to figure it out. And um, I was constantly striking out. It but is eventually cool, you, you get it. It is cool. I'm going to so you, cool. I want to give you guys a taste of this commercial. Okay. This is yeah, the Reggie Bar commercial. Bar. I think this is late seventies. Let me make sure we got some good volume here. I think it's pretty loud. All right. Here we Reggie go. Jackson. An outstanding world series. Three home runs in one game. Now that was a day I'll never forget. And it helped me to get my own candy hit. Reggie, with a rich caramel center, lots of fresh roasted peanuts, and a super chocolatey covering. Reggie, the candy they named after me. The covering? Mm. Chocolate covering? Reggie, you taste pretty good. You seem surprised. Why did he like, seem like surprised? That's the first time he got a taste of it. And yeah. he put his name on it. He's you know, like, that's uh, not bad. That's not the worst thing I've put in my mouth. <laughs> I love that idea. It's, it it came in like a it was like a, like a large it came in like a large peppermint patty size uh, package, and it was orange. It had Reggie's yeah. n- name on the big on the front of it. Him hitting you know a home run and. Uh, yeah, but it looked really good because that he pulled that apart and had all those peanuts and caramel and oh. covered in chocolate. Yeah. Oh God, I want one right I'd now. I'd eat it right. Jesus. Yeah, I'd eat it right now. Are you kidding me? Right, I'd, I'd eat there right now because the order is one. They're stupid expensive. Yeah. I saw them on uh, on Amazon, uh, and there's a couple of 
there's a couple of places that I saw that were like specialty candy stores. They mm. weren't as expensive, mm. but I was like, yeah, when will that gear next, next millennium? I don't yeah. Know. When's that we'll happening? See. Maybe never. Right. When's that happening? I love that that even has, did anyone even know that the frick's going on with that, that that's even a you thing think, in people's minds? Right. You think anybody was sitting there in 1987 with their, with their, you know, it's like coming, they're getting home. like, okay, I'm going to, it's got my Reggie bar. <laughs> I got my Reggie baseball game on my Sega master system. Yeah. All right, let's get this started. You know, yeah. and they just <laughs> sit down and play the home run derby part of, uh, of Reggie Jackson. I mean, baseball. you I just sound, you just described a pretty good night. That sounds all right. <laughs> that sounds all right. Doesn't it? Yeah. I wouldn't turn that down. That's a day to right. go on. That's great. Yeah. And this is endorsed by Reggie Jackson and probably nobody else. I think this one dealt with stats too. Mm. We haven't really talked about this a lot, but stats become really important in some of these games. They're all, all these in the 8-bit era all have uh, you, a player versus CPU or two-player. Um, I don't think any of the ones we've talked about so far has the watch mode. Mm. There's there was there was a, there was started being games, baseball games, where you could let the CPU run against the right. CPU, so you they could don't run have to a season. Yeah, right. Some of these had seasons, some of them had tournaments, but that really gets outside of the arcadification of what we what I mean, we value. Right. It's uh, what it's, it's kind Scott. of what John is is doing with his frog wrestling. John Jagger yes. from the Core Show. He's yes. he's yes. based. He's never even played that game yet. He's not controlled a single character. Oh, he has. A, I did not know that. No. I, I knew he was doing the the competition. I didn't know he didn't like hundreds. Of, he's already spent a hundred or more hours. That but all crazy. he does is make characters and then have them fight each other. That's it. Right. And well, I know a lot of people did that it. with the football games and stuff like the Maddens. You let it predict was going to win the, the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's so much fun to think about because, I mean, sure, you could write a program with no graphics that would just, you know, number crunch a bunch of stats until it, you know, until it does its thing. But no, why would you want to do that when you can watch in yeah. real time? You can yeah, watch why the would computer you? go head to head. Totally agree. Yeah. Um, crazy. Now, let's move to one that I hadn't heard of until this week, and uh, it's Dusty Diamond's All-Star Softball. And the reason that we're choosing this one partly right. is because <clears throat> I'd like to have a little weird one that no one heard of, right? I feel like this is kind right. of an unknown, but there were plenty of you out there who said, you must talk about that game. It was my <laughs> life as a kid. All I wanted to do was play Dusty Diamonds All-Star Baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good news, or softball rather. Good right, news. Right, right. This is, is the only the, softball game we got going. But Yeah, we only have, there's only one. the one, right? There is no yeah, other. Yeah, there's uh, none that we talk about. I'm not even sure they're in the history. Well, I'm sure there's something, but. Oh, there's got to be some more softball games out there, right? Do you think there's a. I mean, I'm trying to think. Like, did EA ever make one? And they uh, <laughs> EA's hard softball. I mean, <laughs> I don't think they ever did. But it was this like chibi, chunky character-looking thing. Um, I mean, look at these guys; they're the dopey <laughs> as hell looking to me. Um, but it's I knew fun. nothing about this going into this past week, and I am so glad the community reached out and told us to play this one because, oh my god, I I might have played this one longer than the rest of them. It's so just, the fundamentals are so good. Like right. It just plays great and it feels like you're bat you're you're sandlotting it. You're out there in yeah. some not really a, you know, look they're just like kids. Bunch of yeah, yeah. bobblehead kids. And they're not even and they got I don't weeds. know if these are actually kids or not. They look like some otherworldly beings. They're pretty are, cursed. They're cursed. They're pretty cursed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're real ugly. Yeah. This is NES, by the way, nineteen ninety. And it's got some interesting twists. I think this is worth seeking out. It's a weird ass game that's funner than funner. It should more be. fun. Than yeah, it, it is. Be. It is more fun. Uh, and I I appreciate every every level of this because it's not just kids. You also have weird looking 
uh, zombie looking creatures and stuff. And this, 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 this weird fun thing. And, and in between, instead of showing you like a, like a, a scoreboard, they got like a bunch of cartoon looking characters standing around like the old, the old style uh, boards where you have somebody actually go out there and flip over a wooden piece that would have another number on it. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's so much, and it's so way, silly and so much fun. The way the fielders it. run uh, right. or the, or the, or the batter doesn't matter is uh-huh. inspired. Watch these guys. <laughs> it's inspired. It feels like I'm yeah. watching a South Park episode, honestly. Right. And right. you know what and I would, I, you know what I would play the living shit out of a South Park baseball game. I would do. Oh that. God, I would totally love that. You're not wrong. I love the cart games. Those yep. are some of my favorites. So that would be very reminiscent of this. Um, but I looked up, by the way, and I only see Dusty Diamonds. All I think you're right. There was that was the only softball game. I don't see any 16-bit uh, softball games. There was only one other softball game during this the 8-bit, and that was Softball uh, Tengoku, and it was a Famicom, Famicom game. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe maybe something similar to what we're looking at here. Maybe I don't know. But wow. Um, yeah, but a lot of these characters had, I think they had uh, unique abilities, so it made it a little more fun, mm-hmm. but it was still just the same old, the same old thing. This is baseball, baseball. Yeah, it's baseball. The formula wasn't going to change much. It was mostly about no. feel like making this feel good. And yeah. I just like their approach here to say you could overlay were- Nintendo's, uh, you could overlay baseball. The first one yeah, from 1985, you could overlay it on top of this. And it's the same game, kind of, yeah. Functionally, yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I, I just, I just like them stepping out of the norm, though. You know, and not, not trying to say, well, look at all these official-looking ball players. It's like, no, get weird. You'll you'll find no, you'll find no MLB or MLBPA uh, endorsement on this game. You might find, uh, might find uh, uh, Charles Schultz, maybe, maybe doing like someone. Yeah, it's like, yeah, he's a bunch of cartoon characters. He He might do that. That's true. Yeah. Um, I tried to find a more modern softball. There's not even that. Like I know there's rugby. EA had a rugby game. Um, but oh. softball video games are rare, dude. Yeah, right. Super yeah. rare. Yeah. Um, let's see if I'm gonna let me just check real quick. Make sure there's nothing in the 360 era. Here we go. I'm curious if there's not. Yeah, like you. Think oh, here it is. On, okay, there were a couple. Uh, Diamond uh, Dusty Diamonds is considered the best. Yeah. Uh, there was a Sammy Sosa softball slam. Oh, they just wanted to do that for all the S's. Yeah. Softball uh, slam. Sammy Sosa's softball slam. Is that what you just said? Yep. Right? I know that's why they're doing it. There's also <laughs> right. this thing called basic softball, which is a phone thing. I don't count those. Okay. Yeah, that doesn't count. Uh, and then Wii Sports had a softball mode in it. So oh, there's that. Okay. okay. Uh, but rare. Skits, rare. by the way. Yeah. Right. Skits, by the way, says the game lore, it takes place in... Mudville from the Casey at bat point. Are you saying that's what, is that what you're saying? Is that in there, true? Skits? That's, that's the dusty diamonds thing. Did I, pat, did, did I skip a screen? Cause I don't remember that. That's even if that's true, that, uh, or is that just humor? Because I love it either way. <laughs> if it's not true, I want it to be true. If it is true, even better. Oh, I'm desperate for it to be true. Right. I, I don't, I feel like I'm not going to get, I don't know. <laughs> that's what, what it says. The manual confirms skits. All right. Let's dive into the 16-bit era, though, and let's start with Super Baseball Simulator 1.000. Oh, oh, oh. oh that's the perfect game, right? Is that, is that is that a baseball thing? That is because uh, if you got a batting average of 1,000, I guess. I don't know. Right. Is that is that right? Yeah, I think that's right. Um, I didn't play that's this one this week. So did you get a chance with this one? I, 
I did play this one. I think this is actually the first one I played, yeah. oddly enough. What I don't know think? why I went first with this one. I think I thought I remembered it. And so you can play like an exhibition or season. So we're getting a little more simulation-like uh, than than, uh, than Arcady, right? Is that is Big 16-bit? Time. You would expect that. Yeah, right? I, yeah, there were jumps in that direction. There were also some good Arcady stuff in the 16-bit gen, which we'll get to. Yeah. And, and by the way, my favorite of all time is in the 16-bit generation. It's on the Super Nintendo and you may have already caught the hint at the top of the show what it might be, but we'll get to that. There may be hints. There may be hints. Um, but this, yeah, this is a little bit more like, um, I don't know if you were a nerd about stats and Yeah, and characters. we got ultra plays too in this one, apparently. Yeah. And that you were there, We just saw them uh, loading up their teams uh, with ultra points for your ultra plays. Mm-hmm. Over the top special moves. Yeah, and this also is, you know, there's a lot of games, a lot of baseball. This well, was, there were a lot of games on the SNES anyway that did this, but baseball games like to put Super in front of everything. So yeah. this is one of those because it was, of course, the Super Nintendo. May as well call it Super Baseball Simulator. That's it. And and you could and here you could watch, right? I, I think it was only one game maybe in the first, the 8-bit that we could watch along, but this one starts like we had talked about doing more. Uh, do you want to play it? Since we're doing seasons and stuff, you can watch teams play you can choose all the teams and, yep you know there's you can look at your standings and everything else this uh but i i think now that i think remember this and i think it seems a little more arcadey than than that i think it was just the start menu stuff matter of fact they're showing a lot of start screens because i think i did the same thing it took me forever to actually get started this is when we're you know choosing a bunch of stuff and it's like oh we need to change up this guy and move that guy and this takes forever to get started. Yeah, like, my oh, only problem with NES it baseball? is the visuals are really generic. Um, they don't jump out at me at all. I didn't play it, so I can't really, again, right. speak to the details. But it looks like an early, hey, it's 16-bit era. Let's Here's an early one of these. <laughs> I don't know. Right, right. It's just not I a lot of personality. It, so I, I kind of like the look of it because it's, it's kind of generic, and but it kind of... I don't know. It's got kind of a mood to it. Is that a word for for a sure, baseball give it a game? Mood. Yeah, why not? It's got a mood, it's but it's still just the same baseball game. It's, it's behind the bases. It's behind the, the batter. Uh, when you hit, it goes in the air, and we switch to a top-down three-quarter view. There, he's, he's supposed to use those ultra plays he right now. He didn't do it, though. He's just, he gave he's just not fired up. Fired mm-hmm. up. No, he's just threatening. He's just yeah, threatening. he threatened it, and he backed off because he's a puss. Uh, oh, there we go. That's a good hit. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, this is the one. Um, that's right. So when I was looking up video for this, this is the one that did. It was like simmy in some ways. Yes. Especially in the setup. And then when you'd play, you could hit it hard enough to knock a player all the way back to the rear wall. Yeah, that's fun. So it's a that's weird kind of stuff. Weird combo, right? It's like that. That's the kind of stuff you want to do. Now, this is, I think, when I got to the 16-bit era, this is when I started asking my friends to play with me. That was when it was more fun because playing against the, the AI started getting kind of smart by this point. And it felt like I was always losing to the AI. And I remember wanting to play with friends more and more mm. uh, because their skills were like my skills and we would both suck. Yeah. And I might would win. Yeah. Joint and suckage. I could laugh at them. Yeah. You want to be able <laughs> look if, <laughs> if video games are good for anything. It's for laughing at your stupid friends. You know? That's right. Ah, you didn't know I could do that. Did you? You didn't know I could do my ultra play, you know, heat up and yeah. then shoot your player halfway across the screen. And you want to look over at your friend and go, ah, take that you jerk. That coming, did you? Butthole. <laughs> you, what do you mean you're going home? Wait, stay. We'll play some more. Come on. I'll let you win. Come yeah. On. Mom will Back. bring out the uh, Captain Crunch with the crunch berries in it. With the all, yeah, the all berries that we made at home on our own. Do you remember? 
I, we did that too. We would <laughs> separate. We would separate the berries into like a big Ziploc and then eat those by themselves. Yeah, yeah. We was doing it years before you, Captain Crunch. Good lord, I forgot Nobody about wants that. Those yellow. Nobody wants that yellow junk. What is this? Where all the vitamins are at? Get yeah, out of here. Get out of here with your <laughs> with your vitamin <laughs> yellow. <laughs> Gross. Oh, that's great. All right. Uh, we are now going to talk about a game called Super Bases Loaded. Uh, this is a, or Bases Loaded, people would call it. And uh, oh, Bases yeah, yeah. Loaded was very popular, even though it had a super in front of it. Uh, this had a unique behind the pitcher view, uh, which you will oh, see in a lot of games going forward. Uh, yeah. Not all, but some. Uh, a lot of weird angles, different, like a very different attempt at graphically what these games could could look like. I enjoyed this one quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I hated this one. You could really you didn't <laughs> like this one. one. Made me, this one made me mad. If it's the one I'm thinking about, whereas behind the, you know, some of the things are behind the picture. I'm like, what? I don't. I can't. What am I doing? It took me for years to learn how to do it from behind the behind the hitter, and now you're gonna switch it up and it is. I mean, it around. does make you. Yes, it changes it up. You're not wrong. I think right. I respected it today or this oh, week yeah. because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, so, somebody something tried different. something very different. And yeah. so that really jumped out at me. But yeah, look, it's very, very different. Look at this. It rotates around. I don't think it's the only one that did it. They did this more and more going forward. But yeah, um, oh, that definitely I don't think it's as egregious as the other one. Yeah. It's funny, though, because that view is the default yeah. for things like MLB The Show or Super Mega yeah, Baseball yeah. or any of the the new stuff, like, ne- like current gen things. They all right. do that weird side, strange picture view. This one right here where he's, where he's pitching it on an angle. So it's very common. Yeah, now. and and it looks fine when you're watching it. Uh, but man, if you're actually the the player, you're like, oh, how do I do this? And also, that catcher used to ma- was making me mad because I was trying to figure out he always has the same animation. He always goes down. He shakes you off if you look really close. And this is what you do a lot in more in, in later games. You actually, you know, you communicate with the catcher and you you know you kind of clue them in what you're going to be throwing and this kind of stuff. Um, but here, the the catcher just always he does a couple of shake offs and then he like he lowers his hand down and it confuses me every time. I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? Am I, am I supposed to do something different? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Nope. It's also not very fast. It's kind of a no, slow one, you know. Slow it's just balls. like in real baseball. <laughs> People, but I mean, running. even like the pitches are a little slow. The 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 throwing yeah. somebody out just like takes freaking. I don't know. It's a it's a weird choice. It's fine. This is again kind of early. Yeah, this is Jailco, right? The Jayco, yeah. Uh, is it Jayco? Yeah, Jayco. Is it Jayco or Jailco? Jail-co. I always say Jailco. I'm probably saying it wrong. I don't remember. Oh, that guy. That's right. You can. This is the slide thing. Oh, that's right. You can. You can. In this one, of course, we're looking at three buttons or four buttons. Four if you're buttons. Using SNES. Yeah. Um, and you shoulders. got like some some sliding. So if that the ball gets close to the catcher that is trying to, to make a play for the ball, you can do a little slide action. I don't think the runners do, but I think the the, the people in the outfield can. Yeah, um, the audience yeah. looks like vomit. It's yes, terrible. it is audio. It is a audience vomit. It is just uh, not the not the best. It's nasty. And like graphically, it's nasty. that's things got problems. But I respect their desire to go different and not right same. You know, not samey. That's that that was impressive because we saw a lot of sameness in the eight bit, except for uh, the softball stuff. But lots a lot of sameness. Now, one game series. When I was in my Genesis crowd, <laughs> right, was considered the bomb. Everybody thought this was the best it was ever going to get. It's all I heard of. Thirty two X had a version. I had uh, I, I had it on Sega CD. I had it on my Genesis, 
And that was the World Series Baseball Series. Here's where it's at right here, baby. World Series Baseball for the Sega Genesis. And yes. this is probably the most... Um, it's not realistic isn't the right word. They were really Perfect. aiming to duplicate, duplicate what baseball was technically, visually. If uh, you were a baseball fan, finally you're getting the 28 MLB teams. Uh, you got the full season, yep. uh, full season mode. You All got players from a that bunch year. Of, yep. Got a bunch of stats. And uh, you, you go all the way up to the World Series. Finally, if you're a baseball fan, you can feel some love. This is this voiceover. Hold listen on. I got to yeah, turn that up. This is the Sega Genesis audio. I'm going to turn that up and move it back. Hold on. Welcome to the game between the Red Sox and the Braves. <laughs> Welcome to the River and the River. I, I forgot about voice work. Yeah, the voice works amazing. Games, it's amazing. Um, it is uh, very animated. This has a very weird view because you barely see the batter. Um, he's yeah, just kind of yeah. up there. You're, the that you're you're at the you're at the catcher's uh, view, right? Maybe the umpire's view. Maybe I, think yeah, it's I guess the it's catcher view, and umpire. You're right. It's very much yeah. that. Um, but it was great for pitching. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. It was weird for batting. I didn't necessarily like how I how it felt batting. This game got better and better though. So like this first version is great and all, but um, I think I played all the way up through like ninety eight or ninety nine yeah. or something. Yeah, and it was a great You're out. That was a great game. Really, it was a very really good, good game. I I remember this game. I remember playing. I I want to say I rented this game uh, several times. And the series just gets better and better. Uh, this is one that just let off, like you'd said, into multiple games. First one um, and, I remember showing me how many how many miles per hour the pitches went. It's the first time I right, saw that. Right. And and the the character sprites actually look like the players. Yeah. That's that was one of my favorite things. So it, I was really starting to get into the sim part of uh much more realistic gaming, right? For and sure. Still fun, fun still fun. snappy, you know. And and right now this is a time of uh Genesis planting their flag as the sports system. Yeah. They were the yeah. ones you went to for Madden, for this, for NHL. Like They're yes, those some games. Good deals with EA. Exactly, yeah. those games were on the uh, competing platforms. They were on the SNES, but they weren't. There was something special about how they ran here. It's a lot. You always mm-hmm. talk about it. That this thing was so good at pushing sprites around. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, um, yeah. I think that was a big advantage when you, when it came to like Twitch gaming of any kind. Really. Yeah, um, looks good too. I never yeah. noticed that. The, never noticed that. So there's a lot of mechanics in these games when you're playing the outfield, you either have the ball like in uh, the master system, Reggie's Reggie's ball like was always on screen when you had the top down. So it would look really weird because the ball would come really high and almost like have like a, a fly out effect, like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle getting thrown to the screen or something. Or not yeah. Turtles, they, they threw the, the, the foot guys. Right. But anyway, I kind of come at you, <laughs> come at you. Here, we had places where the ball would actually be above the camera view and so they, in order to allow the outdoors to know where it's coming, uh, you would see a shadow. But it was huge. It was a huge shadow. So I guess you would really notice it. It's much bigger than the ball. Almost like the ball was almost right in front of the sun. Well, and it was, it. yeah, and it was gameplay wise because it would only do that shadow when it was going uh, out to you having to field the ball. So you could right. see it really well because as soon as you started throwing it back, it had a tiny shadow again. Right, right. Which is just so I, freaking I'm weird. assuming that was intentional. Um, because uh, like, like some of the games that I enjoyed the most 
were the ones that actually would put an X or something on the ground. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I need to get my player there. Because when you're talking about, if you're playing real baseball and you're out in a field somewhere, you can use your death perception. Right. When you're playing a game like this, where it's 2D sprites, you need some help. You can't just go, good luck guessing where the ball is coming. Yep. You have to have a little bit of assist. A little bit of help. Yeah, baseball especially, yeah. I think. Um, yeah, yeah. Even when I play MLB The Show, I dumb some of the semi crap down because I just want to have fun. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm here to have fun, man. I'm not here to, I'm not here to, you know, I just, I'm just not. I actually, have, I'm different about football, though. For some reason, I like to really take football serious. I don't know if it's because I had spent so many years learning all the rules. Same, except for just, like uh, mutant league football. I'll play that because it's dumb. But um, yeah, but mo- yeah, but you're right. Most of the time, I would prefer a more, I don't know, uh, playing Madden, learning all the plays and stuff. Come on, Madden, yeah. you made it something different. Learning how to spin and jump over shit and all that. Yeah. Brand new Madden game came out last week. Oh no, look at that. Every year new for Madden the last game. hundred years. It's like they're it's like they mean to do it. It's something. like they mean to do it. There yeah. you go. Now I'm gonna mean to do something here. Check this out. My favorite eight bit, sixteen bit era baseball game is about to be told. Oh. Oh, so it's a, it's the one that went to the eight bit systems and Nope. The 16-bit. Just sixteen's all. Just sixteen. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. But I'm gonna give you a hint. It's right here. This is Ken Griffey Jr. Let's play Major League Baseball. <laughs> There's my hint. Is it Ken Griffey Jr.? Is you know that, what? That's, that's quite the hint. There are two Ken Griffey Jr. games. One is uh Major League Baseball featuring Ken Griffey Jr. Okay. And the other, oh, this is an N64 video. I don't want to see that. Uh, the other is Winning Run. Yeah, Winning Run. Ken Griffey okay. Jr.'s Winning, winning Run. Winning, winning Run, okay. Winning okay. Run, I think, is the better game. Um, okay. Let me see if I can find it here. It wins, right? Well, it has more. Okay, you, we talk about Rare a lot on here. Um, oh, yeah. Rare made these games, and it shows. In fact, oh, I think we talked about this, didn't we, on something? We probably did. Didn't we? Some other context. It was like, hey, remember? <laughs> we have no that? trouble talking about Rare around here. Yeah, we like Rare no software. Problems. But uh, here we go. I got the right video. N64 had a version as well. There's only been three of these oh. games ever made. Um, but it had, here we go. Actual The actual gameplay, I just thought, in Winning Run, was so great. The animation is great. The oh, yeah, pitch animation great. is great. The swing animation is great. It had the a little bit of a like tilt and see somebody try to steal a base kind of thing going on. Um, I'm trying to get this guy to pitch so I can see him pitch. There we go. It's fast and slick. Uh, voices. Guys going, freaking foul, whatever. Um, oh, yeah, this is nice. It I is a I didn't beautiful. You need to play this game, dude. Yeah, this is nice. I like this. I like that, like you said, that this is true. It looks like it's using real 3D technology. Is this for the SNES? Is SNES, so it's just mode? using Mode 7 is all. Mode 7? Okay, yeah. but it looks good. Yeah, it looks mm-hmm. real good. And uh, Look at him choking up on that bat. Look yep. at him. Oh, choking the bat. Now, the first game mm-hmm. um, the, in the series, the, the first one, the Major League Baseball featuring him <laughs> uh, <laughs> with you know with that guy I played earlier, this guy. This is Ken Griffey Jr. That guy. Hi, I'm Ken Griffey Jr. Hi, Ken Griffey, Griffey Jr. Um, the, the first game was a little more goofy, a little bit more stiff, not well animated. I, I think it was kind of a great first try. A lot of people even like it better. But I really like Winning Run of the two games. Interesting. And this is my favorite of any we're talking about this week. That's I've got it most- right. I'm loading it up right now on uh, my Ambernick RG35 X. You should do that. Um, uh, as you can see, the crowd moves in this one. They actually look like a crowd. Oh, the ball gets like, like a crowd. streak 
like a like a what do you call it? like a speed oh, yeah, like streak. a trail like behind it yeah yep. oh yeah like a motion motion blur kind of a thing yep players are yeah. fun uh, run fast uh there's lots of really intense moments in it i think this just proves rare knows how to make video games really yeah they do um this is uh, hands down I, I can't it's not even close uh right of all of the classic games in our category today and if you're listening at home and you want this my advice, is, this is leagues ahead of that first introduction we had into the super baseball simulator which was very, very early oh, on hell yes yeah. Hell yeah. yeah, this is more later in the in the life cycle of that. Yeah, it absolutely. Nice. They had learned some things. They had mastered the system. With, uh, no pun intended, mm-hmm. Sega. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, but it's uh, it's still very fun. I still struggle with batting, but that's a me problem. I don't think it's the game's fault. Uh, but I'm got not. your all star game, your MLBs. You got your World Series, your challenges. I like this a bunch of modes. Oh, the only downside is this: the uh, the teams are represented. Uh-huh. Ken Griffey Jr. is in the game. Well, what? He's got his own. He, but all the players are yeah. fake people except him. Oh, is this that one that I was reading about that was like, okay, so this is, goes back to what we talked about earlier in the show, which is better make sure you get the contract that uh, that keeps your likeness and stuff <laughs> away yeah. from the other people. Like, yep. like your name, you can kind of protect that. But your likeness and your stats, yep. all that stuff in here, they made these players look like the players. They just called them somebody else. Yep. That's a little bit dirty, if you ask me. It's a little dirty, playing. but it's also understandable because yeah. we're just learning. You know, we don't know. People didn't know then what yeah. was going on. But that's what I'm saying. We did learn from that. We're like, that's dirty, dude. I so, should I should at least get, you know, something out of that. You should be or at least play. At least you should be at least given some money uh, to the player organization players association so that they can fund things like making sure the players have the right insurance and yeah. that kind of stuff. Even if, if people don't get direct payments, they should definitely be benefiting from them. Right. Yeah. And this also, by the way, I think the first time a umpire is animated. Right. <laughs> I think it's the only time on the only one of these games where an ump like walks around, stands up, get, throws hand signals and yeah. says you're out, that kind of stuff. I don't think anything else in this list did that. It's a small thing, curious, but I like it. Have you ever been curious why? Um, have you ever been curious why? Why sports games seem to typically, uh, usually price themselves a little bit higher than most other games? It's usually because of the licensing, because that's what you're paying for. That's part of the marketing, paying uh, licensing fees to these different organizations. It's uh, almost always that. So, yeah. yeah, and so you have, to, you have to put that on the top of mm-hmm. the game. Yeah, so, what yeah. they would sometimes do is they would claim. You know, they would say, oh, this features mode seven and it made you feel better yeah, about yeah. spending 10 extra bucks, even though that was for. Yeah. Yeah. That was for licensing deals. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's that's a good thing. It's totally that's fine. A good thing. If you're making content off of, you know, off of somebody else, it makes sense to it's be totally able to, fine. for them to benefit in some sort of way. But I'm just saying everybody give the award. This is Ken Griffey Jr. To Ken Griffey Jr. and his team. <laughs> or, you know, he had nothing to do with it. He said, I'm going to have a hard time arguing that point i i definitely think if you're talking about an overall experience unless you have nostalgia for these things this is probably one of the better experiences it combines arcade and simulation pretty good which yeah is it's a really good combination of those things i will yeah. i will say that about it um there are some mentions though i want to make we talked about it earlier super baseball 2020 it was based mm-hmm. on the game uh that we mentioned earlier from uh from neo geo right <laughs> and uh it and was, it didn't come out in 2020 it no. was just, yeah. It did not. 
it wanted to, but it didn't. It existed in 2020, right? I mean, that's that was the idea that it was supposed. It was to set be in the set year 2020, in 2020, even though it came out in like 91. Yeah, and it couldn't have been more wrong about the year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How things would be. Yeah, it they, had it all wrong. Every, nobody's wearing a mask. Were we doing that by then? I think Nobody. we were. Uh, <laughs> gosh, no masks. What else? Um, right. What well, was? Uh, yeah, yeah. It just it was different. They they played it like it was going to be cool. Uh, lasers and and grid fields. Right. That's that's what they were. That's thinking. what they were thinking. It's basically yeah. Blurns Ball or whatever. You know, just this Blurns idea ball. of a, a future sport thing. It's like bases loaded, except. Uh, this is like SNK's. Base Wars too, right? Yeah, it's, it's, right? it's, it's SNK's take on the idea. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is on Genesis and SNES, by the way. Yeah, everybody uh, gets a little bit. Everybody gets a everyone a gets a taste here. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, SNES version better in my opinion. I'm just throwing that okay. out there. And yeah, I'm that's, usually that's a Genesis nice. guy when it comes to sports games. Yeah. I think it's a little better. Uh, so there you go. There's others you could mention. Baseball Star for the NES was another one. Uh, Greg for Walkman in our community mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, he liked uh, he liked those uh, customizable options with mm-hmm. uh, with the stats and the full season modes. Obviously, a baseball kind of or a stats person at least with notes. Yeah, hardball uh, ninety four specifically for the Genesis. People like that game. That was a lot. that's because that's when Brian's got it. That's the reason why I to mention because the only baseball game that Brian has, the only one you own. <laughs> that's the only one I own, man. Yeah, and that was a precursor to the what would be the World Series stuff later. Right. My problem with that game is they were just trying so hard to put so much shit on the screen. Let me, let yeah. me pull this up so people can see it. You can see it back here. Look at that. It's just a crusty. They, they, and they needed, I mean, I don't know. It's got it. It's fine. Fine. It's a fine game. Hardball 94, great game. Great but game. It, it fine. Got, it's great. It's kind of feel kind of small. Like some of these games have a real scale question. You know, it's like, how big do you make the stadium compared to the characters and the sprites? But I love the animation. It, it's like the, it's almost like Mortal Kombat style. Yeah, it's mocap. Uh, yeah, yeah, mocap stuff. So yeah. Mocap or like, uh, what's rotoscope, I guess. Is rotoscope, there you go. Yeah, love that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your favorites that we missed? Are some of these, uh, you hated them? Tell us, email us. Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback oh, on yeah. today's episode all about the 8-bit and 16-bit baseball years. I still say we peaked. Uh, Other games like this. I want to make sure I mention it again, and I haven't really gotten into it, but Super Mega Baseball is a series that is currently in its fourth iteration now. So Super Mega Baseball 4 came out five months ago or something. Um, That game knows what we're talking about today. Well, and what they make is they make a modern video game that plays like these old games. And it's wonderful. If you haven't mm-hmm. played Super Mega Baseball, one, two, three, or four, first one or two are a little ugly, but whatever, they're still fine. Um, but if you haven't played them, you're missing out if you're a baseball fan. You can sim them up a lot if you want to, or yeah. you can arcade them up if you want to. They're designed to kind of have a really good sliding, create the baseball experience you want to have kind of game. These aren't real players. These aren't real teams, although the teams are really stupid. And I love that. It's like, you know, the yeah, those are the ones with the big bobbly heads, right? The big yeah, it's like mega, the Cincinnati yeah. meatballs and the, you know, stupid stuff like that. Um, I'll, I'll pull up some video here, but it is a uh, beautiful 3D modern game. Right. That plays. And like- it's got both super and mega in the title. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, right. I think that's on per- I think that's them going, "Hey, we loved our Mega Drive and we right. loved our and Genesis." Love super- that's right. And so play this game. It's got great batting mechanics, great pitching mechanics. Uh 
really really fun game i this is an amazing uh, steam deck game by the way real good on there uh can't say enough about it if you have not played super mega baseball and you still like this stuff or you want to get a modern taste uh these games are great so i'm down check them out i think three still might be on game pass i think um but i know four is not yet it will be probably at some point um all right so there's that. Oh, and they do a lot of cool, cool like interstitial. Oh, here's that pitching. See, this is how everyone does pitching now. It's just like that weird one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's like how it is on TV, right? That's yeah. how that's the TV look you'd have. Yeah, I think that's why they were trying to, even in the 16-bit ones, they were trying to aim for that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very good. So get it. Check it. Um, okay, Brian, time for us to switch gears and do this. Destroy it. <laughs> It's time to play Guess Our Game. We play a little audio from an ancient game. We try to guess what it is and stump each other. We get three questions and some other hints uh, along the way. I will start this week with mine, and it is a 1987 arcade title. Oh, 87 arcade title. Okay, a little after the the height of the arcades and before we get into the 90s. Okay, 87. Yeah, it's like the the lull period, actually. The lull, yeah, right. But you would call this a big deal because it ended up Getting a ton of sequels, bunch of console treatment. Uh, those are those are hints, some good hints. That's so, some good hints. You're getting hints. Here's you're your, gonna be listed. Good here, hints. Here's your hand, your sound hint. Any guesses? Uh, let's start questions. asking questions. What's that now? Any questions or guesses, I guess. Any questions? Any questions? Guess. Um, uh, we're, we're, I'm hearing a lot of shooting, a lot of fast shooting. Um, this is this a smup? Uh, I will say, it? yeah. I mean, yeah. I think it's in okay. that category. I wouldn't call it bullet hell, but I'd call it a shmup. Okay. All right. All right. Um... Eight, what was what did you say? Eighty-seven. Eighty-seven arcade. Eighty-seven arcade. Schmupping it up. Schmupping um, that shit up, boy. Uh, do I have? Do, am I? Am I flying? Like, uh, am I? Am, am, is this? Uh, is this kind of a side scrolly kind of deal thing? Like, oh, good question. It is. This is not it, like three D, right? It's just like it's eighty-seven. It should cor- be like correct. It's two D, but it is down. definitely side scrolling. Not okay. Not so it's vertical. side to side. Oh, that's telling me a lot now. Okay, that's telling me a lot. Then let me play. Let me hear the music again. All right. Hold on, let me turn that up. Tell me a lot. I think I know what this is, but I'm going to... Uh, uh, um, is, uh, and you're ba- basically, you're going through and you're just grabbing power-ups, right? Is, 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 so, it just, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, even though powers, I won't, right? count, I won't yeah. count that question against you, but you do... Okay, okay. You get power-ups, you have better weapons, you side-scroll left okay, to right, right, right the entire right, time, right. you never go back left. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, this is definitely a side-scrolling type of, uh, like, a shoot 'em up shmup kind of thing there in 87. Yeah. We'll go with the one that I loved. R-Type. Oh, shit! You are correct, sir. It is R-Type. Nice. I was done. worried it might not be the R-Type. I thought maybe it might be like a, a like a, like a... Like a variation of R-Type, but okay, good. Good, you know, good, good, totally good. Original R-Type, 1987, an amazing game. And R-Type would go on to be uh, an amazing series. Never yes. never not play R-Type if you're presented with an opportunity to play it. Yes. 
All right. Because it's a matter of fact, good. you can go let's see and look up our type now. As a matter of fact, let's see. There are some weird enemy types. There's one that looks just like an alien from the Aliens movie. I don't know how they got right. away with that, but whatever. Oh, man. Everything, everything looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Predators and Aliens during during that time. Yeah, just, that was the they era. They were still in it wholesale. That was the time, right? Yeah. That, that's where we lived, and that's how we played. Uh, super art type. I was worried it might be kind of like, because I was trying to remember if it was ever, because it's super art type. I played tons of on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, it was a good version, too. It's really good. But did they ever make it? Was it was never a super. It was specifically for the Super Nintendo, right? Uh, That's what I was trying to remember. I thought uh, I thought our type ended up all over the place, but I could be wrong. It did, um, it did. But I was trying to remember if Super R type was just specifically to the or if it was a part of the series. Well, here's what it says: R type is the first game to run on Irem 16-bit M72 arcade right. system. Uh, this was from. Oh yeah, we mentioned that Irem uh, is the is okay. The so yeah, this, this looks like it's exclusive to the. Uh, Super. It says they developed the development team drew inspiration from Gradius, Aliens, and the works of H.I. Geiger. Geiger. Yes. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to find out. Uh, R-Type DX for the Game Boy Color. Uh, 3D remake R-Type Dimensions was on the 360. PS3, uh, also Windows, Switch, and PS4. I mean, I've I've played it like a million times. Yeah, R-Type's a big deal. It's all over. Yeah, and there are lots of spinoffs and remakes and all that shit. And the shooting sounds is, is more recognizable to me than the actual music. So I was kind of worried about that. Oh yeah. It sounds like you're in an arcade almost. It's like a whole arcade in one game, you know? All right, Brian, I'm going to play yours. Uh, Give me a year and a system. Will you? Uh, The year and system are 1993 on the DOS because I've been playing a lot of DOS stuff. I've loaded up 86, box i think it's called so it's kind of like that pc emulator thing i've been doing and i've been going back through some dos games and uh, this is what inspired me this all right week. nice oh my gosh look how much they ripped off alien hold on i gotta put this in there our chat um, look how much alien rip off look at that that's oh, our totally yeah 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 they totally yeah they yeah it's like come on not guys. even a question yeah inspired you... by you mean stolen from you mean lifted from you mean lifted from is that what you mean all right i'm gonna play it here we go <laughs> sorry you, you said... either get this one right away or this will be one that you won't know dos that's 93 what I, that's what i guess all right dos 93 all i think of is doom but we'll we'll try it and see what we get okay hold tight crawford they're coming i can smell them <laughs> uh, I hate I hate that. Oh, it's awesome. All right, let's see. You were right, Doctor. It's hopeless. What will you do? I think you would have liked to see his works donated to the British Museum. Okay, is this a point and click adventure? Mm. You might want to point and click your way through this adventure. Okay. Or you can, it, uh, you can use the arrow keys. I think I think it's basically how you do it. But oh, yeah, really? You're, you're in the right. You're in the right vein of you know thinking about that. Um. So you can interact with stuff like you know. Yeah. Was this a game? All right. Well, that helps me narrow it down. Was this a game developed by Lucas Arts? No not Lucas. But I will tell you this since we mentioned them earlier because I was almost got nervous. The developer and publisher is Infogrames. Oh. I don't know if that tells you anything, but yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't. 
They're coming. They're coming. <laughs> Did you scrub towards the end, too? Because near the end is some more dialogue. That Doctor, come back. I must show you this. <laughs> All right. Well, there, there goes my theory. I was going to say Day of the Tentacle. That is incorrect, right? Wow. Yeah. I, I'm looking at the chat room and a lot of people saying the same thing. Interesting. I just, I'm it surprised like no a, one's got it yet, in the, even in the chat room. Just that whole crazy scientist, weird sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Sci-fi is a good way to think about it. It's kind of that weird. Yeah. So it's so how many questions? Clicky. How many did you ask? Are you, you only asked like one question. I've only you asked one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it? Use the arrow keys. to the British Museum. Hmm. Oh my gosh, dude, this is hard. Infograms. Um, Infograms. Is it? Um, or, or have there been other sequels to it or, or follow-ups made? Did it become a franchise? Um, not in a. Uh, I'm trying to think. Did it? Did it? I think it did do like some more. Um, let me look here real quick. I only remember this one. Let's this see. is Ken Griffey Jr. He didn't help. I was hoping that's he'd it. Help it's me. K- yeah, there you go. You nailed it. I was hoping. Yeah, he'd I, help I tried me. to Let's sneak play it past you. Baseball. Okay. Baseball. I don't think. I think this is kind of a is a one and done kind of thing. But I think it's part of a, maybe a bigger type of <sighs> stuff. Right. Don't let, don't get too up on that. Two questions. Yes. Um, it's not what you think of when you think of like a series, nothing like that. consoles that as way. well, or did it only end up on PC? Um, and DOS? This this particular one only ended up on the DOS, the PC ninety eight, so you could put it on there on your ninety eight PC ninety eight or a uh, Linux. Um, wow, I I would have thought my DOS people would have been been on it, but yeah, does nobody have it yet? Um, I'm not one looking. I don't, has it. I don't, don't yeah, don't look. But one person has it. One person has it. One person has it. Well, then I should be able to do this. Oh, you think so? I don't know. This one person is super really uh, smart, a beast at guessing these things. Um, I would never go against this individual really? for guessing audio games. No. All right, I'm gonna take never. one more. I'm gonna take one more guess. All right, do it. Infograms made. Didn't they make Alone in the Dark? And we've done that game here, so yeah, we did. That's the reason why people started putting alone. It was yeah, alone in the dark. Yeah, are people saying that? I'm yeah. not the only one, one person. Yeah, no, well, actually, you wouldn't I think do that because we already did it. a yeah. whole episode about that game. Yeah, you wouldn't do that, would you? <laughs> I don't know. Would I? Would Would you? Um, would you? I don't know. Why don't you keep guessing and find out? Um, ninety three. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I I'm out yeah. of ideas. What is well, it? if you liked Alone in the Dark, you might like to 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 call on the Cthulhu. Call of Cthulhu? Shadow of the, sh- Shadow? Yeah, Shadow of the Comet. Shadow of the Comet? What the hell is that? Yeah. I don't even know what that is. Shadow of the Comet. Oh, you ever seen this? No. This is a great game. Tell me more. What is Shadow of the Comet? Uh, oh, dude, you got to it's, it's a little adventure game by Infogrames, uh, and it, it follows all the stuff about uh, the, the, the Haley's Comet. Remember that thing? Comet. How hot and excited you were about that? I wrote comment. So this is Shadow of the Comet. Yeah. What a dumb Shadow of the Comet. So it kind of takes place during that during that time. Uh, but it's just Call of insanity. Cthulhu, Shadow All of the, the characters oh, are just insane. I remember this now. 
Yeah, yeah. Once you see it, you're like, oh yeah, this crazy thing. I remember. I never played it, but I remember seeing this. And it's you probably would have got this on a compilation, or maybe would have found it in a bargain bin somewhere. I don't know if anybody actually played it when it's on Steam for like three fifty nine. You can just buy it. Probably so. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's cheap. Yeah, I would never go against Skits was the one who guessed it. I never go against Skits and guessing games. (laughs) Skits is pretty good. (laughs) Skits does it all the time. One of the finest and most atmospheric Lovecraftian games you can ever play. The difficulty will probably force you to use a walkthrough and the controls are not the best, but the beautiful pixel art, voice acting, and really good story make it a worthwhile experience, says this guy. The crazy-ass acting. I've I've played through it a little bit. Uh, I forget. I think I picked it up last year. Hmm. Uh, on, I think I was playing it on the Mister when I was de- messing with some DOS stuff, and I kind of got drug into it, and I was like, okay, I need to revisit this. So it's fascinating. Never, never. Yeah. I thought I'd never heard of it. Now I remember, and now I feel dumb. But I didn't. No. But I lost today. Brian won today. That doesn't mean that next week it won't be different. Okay. Well, you gave me an easy one, and I gave you a near impossible one. So you know, sometimes that's how it works. That's how that all. That's how the chicken roasts itself. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Welcome to the treasure room. room. Mini. It's time for voicemails and texts. I got a voicemail to play first. This is about uh, the baseball conversation. Let's hear what this caller had to say. Hey, Scott and Brian, calling for Player Retro. This is Mr. Postman uh, calling oh. about next week's show about the retro baseball games. I spent so much of my life as a child playing Ken Griffey Jr.'s Major League Baseball on the Super Nintendo. I would go and get like Beckett's or or old books with real rosters since they had the real teams but not the real players and update all the players' numbers and players' infos. And I spent so much time getting lost in that game. It was so much fun and brings back so many memories. And I can't wait for that episode. So I just wanted to call and share my excitement. Hope you guys have a great day. Love the show. See you later. Sounds like he and I agree. I know. That was an awesome call. Man, I mean, like the quality of the call the content of the call yeah. that is a new bar that yeah. is a new bar be like this like guy that. what was his name hey scott and brian calling for player retro this is mr postman mr postman mr postman Bring i don't it. know what you're doing mr postman but you're doing really good yeah you brought us a dream and you made it the cutest i've ever seen all right <laughs> let's move on to this uh text we got from chris in rhode island uh, same number, by the way, 801-471-0462. We'll render an email or so, excuse me, a voicemail or a text. Please use it at your discretion. Hi, guys. A while back, I emailed the Boop Show uh, about Devil's Tilt, a retro pinball game inspired by Alien Crush on the Turbo Graphics. Well, the sequel just dropped. Xeno Tilt. I forgot to tell you I bought this. I picked oh, this up. okay. All right. All right. It says it's out. It's absolutely incredible. It keeps the beautiful pixel art from of the first game and expands the gameplay by adding some shooter elements. I thought of you, Brian, and the rest of the listeners might be very interested. It's available on Steam, and I'm sure console ports are not far behind. Chris from Rhode Island. Uh, yeah, I grabbed it day one because I was so impressed with um, Alien Alien Crush. I was blown away oh. by it. This is really good, you guys. Real good. Uh, Xenotail, I bought it, but I haven't played it yet. But I, but I, if okay. it's, if anything, if it's, if he says it's like Alien Crush, but somehow better, oh my gosh, I can't wait. I just got to play this. Got to play. Uh, we got one more from an anonymous listener. It says, Hey, Retro, I was listening to the Oregon Trail episode, and Scott mentioned he would love a game that used <laughs> something like Chat GPT or similar AI to create an endless storytelling adventure. Back in 2019-ish, a game came out called AI Dungeon and did exactly what you're talking about. 
I played around with it for a while. I remember it being pretty cool. I don't think I've toyed with it since its launch, but I imagine it's only gotten better over time. Anyway, if and no one has mentioned it yet, you should give it a look. AI Dungeon, he says. AI um, Dungeon. I did not try it yet, but I did pull it up here. It is still a thing. PlayAIDungeon.io. Okay. Uh, I'm doing this now. All I'm right. Pull ahead. it up here. So you start your adventure. Let's try this. So, chat, let me show you what this looks like. There's a whole bunch of stuff in here, like different settings and characterizations and just different stuff you can do. But uh, we're going to hit start. Do I have to log in? I hope not. Okay, hit start. Loading the adventure. AI dungeon works on any story. Okay, so we want to do fantasy, mystery, zombies, apocalyptic, cyberpunk, custom, or archive. Let's do fantasy just to be easy. Do some fantasy, why don't we? Yep, my character will be a ranger. Uh, let's see here. It's just a web thing here. Oh, my character's name is uh, Choder. Choder. Yep. <laughs> His name is Choder. Choder's box. Choder's is that box. Uh, Choder is our box. Choder's box. Okay, you are Choder, a ranger living in the kingdom of Larian. You have a hunting bow and a quiver of arrows. You have searched for a mysterious, mysterious beast for three months, tracking it through the forest. As you cross behind a clump of trees, uh, you see a majestic creature in the distance. It's fur oh. gleaming in the sunlight with a pair of antlers and a tower over the trees. Uh, the tower over the trees. As you draw your bow and aim it to the creature, you hear a faint growling sound behind you. Turning around, you see a pack of wolves. All right, so my oh. options are take a turn, continue, retry, or erase. Let's take a turn. I'm going to say um, turn into the Hulk. Turn. Hulk. Hold on. And kill everything. Kill with duh, kill everything. Yep. Then I hit enter. Oh, chat can't see this. Sorry, chat's way low. Oh, geez. Scott, come on. Get your shit together, buddy. Why won't this work? There we go. Um, it says you turn into the Hulk and kill everything. And then it says you cannot turn into the Hulk, as this is not within the realm of possibility for your character. Okay, so it's smart. Let's take another turn. <laughs> so it's smart. Um, I run up. The nearest tree. As you draw your bow and aim for a creature, you hear a faint... Oh, no, here we go. You quickly sprint toward the nearest tree, feeling the adrenaline pump through your veins as you hear the wolves growling and getting closer. You nimbly leap up and grab onto a sturdy branch, hauling yourself up as the first wolf lunges at you, snapping his jaws. So basically, it's creating like Zork, but, you know, AI-driven Zork, which is where I'm... Personally, I'm all for this AI application. I love it. I love the concept. Yeah, like just it's one a, of the it's a strong point for the uh for this. I agree. Uh so I'll check that out more. Thank you for that. Uh it looks like they have done some stuff with this thing since you last looked at it there, Mr. Uh Anonymous. Mr. Anonymous, why would you be anonymous? Why are you anonymous? 801-471-0462. You can email us playretroshow at gmail.com. Next week we're gonna get Harry. And this is what I mean. Okay. We're going to play one of the most difficult game series in the history of the medium. <laughs> We're going to play Ghosts and Goblins, the whole series. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That, Super, I'm, I'm afraid to say the whole series of anything. Well, yeah, we got to be careful. This week. That's true. Um, we're gonna we, we're gonna touch definitely on the ghost and goblins, the first one, and is in, in whatever way it makes sense in the series. How about that? Yeah, I'd like that plenty. Uh, but we'll definitely yeah. start with 1985's original Ghosts and Goblins. Uh, of course, this is a Capcom joint, right? I believe. Uh, yes, I believe it was. It was always Capcom. I'm pretty it sure was. it was. Um, yeah. And then there's a whole bunch more there that you don't know about. You probably all know about Super Ghouls and Ghouls and Ghosts on the Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. but you may not have known these were all tied together. 
anyway, we're going to do that. We're going to look at its origins, why it's considered one of the greatest arcade experiences of all time, and why it's considered one of the most difficult. All right? Because so, his ball's hard. That's why, Scott. Is that why? His balls are hard? Yeah, yeah. His, his ball's hard. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to look forward to it. I'll be out of town this weekend for a little bit with uh, me and Brian Ibbett. And I was yeah. going to play a little bit of Gargoyles Quest 1 and 2 on the Game Boy on my Amber Day. Oh, very nice. While you're out, yeah. while you're on the road there. I'm on like the road. That. Well, uh, that'll be fun for you. I'm going to play it and then be mad and throw my Amber Nick across the room. Because <laughs> this game is freaking hard. And, it's uh, crazy hard. I can't wait to to tackle it. Yeah, it's considered like souls like of the of the era, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we'll uh, talk more about it when uh, when we I'm come back. Fight and until reconvene. I'm naked. That's right. Uh, that'll be next Wednesday, right here. Uh, if you want to be here live, we do it on Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Mountain Time. That's uh, 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, for those Correct. who are wondering. And uh, that would make it 3 p.m. Pacific. I guess that's how it works. Uh, uh, if you're central, well, I, that would be uh, 5. All right? That'd be 5 p.m. Oh, wait, do some more time zones. Uh, what, what, what about uh, New Zealand? What do uh, we got in New Zealand? Those guys are plus 6 or no. They're, they're more 13 than that. or something, plus 13. Like something crazy. They're like way off. They're yeah, way know, different than us. I don't know how to help you people. All right? I just don't yeah. know what to do. Google. You find, you're great people, but you're going to have to figure out your own time zone. Anyway, <laughs> that's what we'll do. It'll be next week, and we really uh, look forward to it. I want to thank our patrons for supporting this show. Big thanks to a brand-new patron named Dennis Rhodes. Oh, uh, he found the value in supporting the show where you'll get no commercials if you subscribe to our Patreon feed. You'll get pre-show content every week, monthly benefits. It can only be yours if you sign up today at patreon.com slash playretro, and you get all the retroactive stuff as well. Speaking of retro. <laughs> Uh, I think it's going to do it. Brian, is there anything you'd like to add to this before we go now? Yeah, the Wonder Swan, uh, the projects are, are really working this their way around. Uh, that you can surf the internet with uh, oh, the, the Wonder Swan. Whoa, really? Yeah, with the Wonder Swan. Can you believe that crazy old thing? That's weird. I, I got one on orders because why I mentioned it. Really? You saying. got it? Wow, I was wanted one. I'm just saying. I never got one. I just, yes, this is a, like an orange translucent one. I've always wanted one as well, and it comes with like Final Fantasy. I can't remember which one it comes with, but I'm pretty stoked about it. I'm Wonder jelly. I'm jelly. Oh, oh don't worry. I'll, I'll show it to you, and then you can you not know, be as I'm jelly. also jam as well. Oh, mm, peanut butter. Well, anyway, uh, that's how that'll go. So be here next time so we can talk more about that and everything else. Go play something retro, and we'll see you then. frogpants.com I don't think so Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.